No. Sam stopped. What made them like that? Whispered Sam. A bad one leading good ones, said Hannibal. Sam's eyes asked for help. Sometimes Hannibal knew things. Some of the men called him Madge, short for magician. Let's go, said Jedediah. Sam handed Paladin's reins to the magician and fell in behind Captain Smith on foot. About fifty yards off, several leaders of the tribe waited to meet the trappers, and beyond them on the Willow Flat, Sam could see the brush huts and crop fields of the village. Safety, he thought. Sam took a last glance at the boys. They were still mesmerized by toads and fire. Life goes topsy-turvy into death. He forced himself to turn and study the Mojave leaders. There was Red Shirt, front and foremost, smiling broadly, wearing the garment that gave him his name. As far as Sam knew, it was the only shirt among the Mojaves, and worn only on state occasions. The Mojave men wore only loincloths, and the women only short skirts of bark. Sam wasn't glad to see Red Shirt, not after he stole Gideon's wife a year ago. But it was Sam's job as Segundo to stay with Daya, see how he handled things, learn what to do. Daya wanted Sam to be a brigade leader soon. Also, Sam had a knack for communicating with Indians in sign language or even gestures and grunts. Alongside Red Shirt was Francisco, the Mojave who had been to the Spanish settlements near the ocean and knew some Spanish. Behind these two stood three other leaders. Buenas tardes, said Francisco. Bienvenido, Capitan. Bienvenido, white hair. Sam's hair had been straw-colored, almost white, for all of his twenty-two and a half years. He said, Gracias. Como esta ustedes? Francisco extended his hand to Sam and then to the captain, showing that he remembered this white man nicety. When they shook, Red Shirt grinned broadly. His entire face was elaborately tattooed with dots and vertical lines. When he grinned, the lines queered their way into strange curves. Sam didn't know if the dots were supposed to make a picture or pattern, but he knew the effect when the mouth curled the lines. It gave Sam the willies. Francisco had a simpler tattoo. Neither Sam nor Francisco spoke fluent Spanish, so they now resorted to gestures and single words to settle the rest. Sam laboriously asked permission for the brigade to trade and to rest its horses. Francisco translated into Mojave. Redshirt said the people of the village were glad to give their hospitality to its friends, the men who hunted the beaver. Now Redshirt spoke what was probably his only word of Spanish. Bienvenido, he said, grinning. The grin made his tattoos squirm like snakes. Captain Smith waved to the rest of the brigade to come forward. Bienvenido? Welcome to what? said Sam in English. Mayor Isus, Acrioensis, said Hannibal. The Madge liked to say things in Latin. What does that mean? asked Sam. The bigger the smile, 
the sharper the knife. The twenty-one trappers and two Indian women set up camp hastily on an open spot by the river they used for a campground last year. Just upstream of them was the circle of brush huts, several hundred of them, that made up the village. All around them were the vegetable fields of the Mojaves. The Indians planted close to the river, and rises in the Colorado irrigated the crops. Last autumn, when they arrived in much poorer condition, the brigade stayed two weeks with the Mojaves to rest their horses and put some meat back on their ribs. On the men's ribs, too. They traded for corn, beans, melons, pumpkins, everything the Mojaves had to eat. Then the trappers had known them as the Amuchabas. Now they thought of them as the Mojaves, the name for them in the Spanish.